What's going on, family? Pastor Sergio Chavez reporting live and direct to you and yours. And listen, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in to My Hope Center podcast, your place for motivation, hope, and empowerment. It is often said that attitude will impact your altitude. I'm going to say it again. It is often said that your attitude will determine your altitude in life. Meaning as in your gift can and may open doors for you, but it is your character and your attitude that will keep you in those doors. That was pretty good right there. I didn't ask for my 10 now. I see I really need about 10. So where are my 10? Where you at? Where you at? And hey, if you're watching me on YouTube, I want you to be a part of my 10. My 10 are the ones that really hype me up. My 10 are the ones that even if I don't say anything good, they're saying amen. Pastor, they're the ones that really encouraged me to preach this thing, how the Lord gave it to me. So if you want to be a part of the 10 right there where you are, just engage with the message. I may not hear you, but just participate. Where my 10 at in the building though? Where my 10 at? Okay, let's let's see uh, uh, when it, it, so if I say something good what are you gonna do you're gonna catch the word you're gonna give me a good churchy amen right that's good pastor that was for me matter of fact pastor that was for my neighbor that's for the person beside me so just go ahead help me out to preach this thing all right so I threw something good out there your gift may and can open doors for you but it is your attitude and your character that will keep you in those doors. I want to let you know that attitude is so vital and so and so crucial to our lives, but the right attitude is vital and essential because I don't know if you knew this, but they've done studies on attitude and having the right mindset and the right attitude. Did you know that it has the power to improve your physical, emotional, and social well-being? It's been proven in studies that when you have the right attitude, you have greater optimism and increased self-esteem when you have the right attitude you have improved feelings of connection in times of loss or crisis when you have a good attitude it heightens your energy level when you have the right attitude it strengthens your heart and watch this even your immune system and decreases your blood pressure when you have the right attitude it improves watch this your emotional and even academic intelligence for my students have the right attitude it will improve even your academic intelligence when you have the right attitude it expands your capacity for forgiveness when you have the right attitude it decreases stress anxiety depression headaches it improves self-care and greater likelihood to exercise uh, how many need a good attitude praise the Lord I need a better attitude a strong watch this uh, the right attitude will improve a stronger walk with Christ it will improve your spiritual walk and an ability to see something bigger than yourself the right attitude is vital and essential to our lives so as we enter this very festive week and as we have a week where many are celebrating Thanksgiving and whether you are celebrated or not whether you fit or you feel a certain way or not about it I know certain people feel a certain way don't like the holidays because you know it's man-made and the origins of it I get it but but you know what I, I, I like to join the, the, the group of people that don't judge me but I already got my Christmas tree up praise the Lord I don't know if you're like me I, I, but but I, I've been ready I've been ready I already got the we got the Christmas tree shout out to my wife she really put it up but she did an amazing job as I look at it the lights look incredible gets me excited to turn on the lights I'm one of those so if you hate on that that's that's sad for you <laughs> 
I know, you know, people feel a way about it, but, but as we enter this week, what, what happens is many often, many often during this season, instead of it being a festive week, a celebratory week, what they begin to do is actually struggle during this time because as they reflect at everything that's taken place during this year, it gets them a little down, it gets them a little discouraged because it's supposed to be festive, but things maybe haven't worked out the way they had anticipated. Maybe during this time, many get depressed because maybe those loved ones are not there that you anticipated to be there during this time of the year and so you feel a, a sense of disconnection I understand and so this time of the year I know people get on your nerves because they playing Christmas music all day and night and you're like we ain't even had Thanksgiving dinner like that was supposed to be for the beginning of December you already talking about you got the you got the you got the tamales on deck uh, shout out to Kevin he got vegan tamales uh, you know <laughs> I know that you got to, you know, you're already thinking about mac and cheese, you're thinking about turkey, you think about collard greens, you think about all these things, and people looking at you like, we're not even there yet. And so there can be many different sentiments, emotions during this time. There could be many different attitudes. There could be many different thoughts when it comes to this time. But in the Bible, let's go Bible. In the Bible, the scripture challenges us as believers for us to cultivate a heart of thanksgiving not only during a week not only during a specific day but the bible the scripture challenges us for it to be a lifestyle not just for a day not just for a week not just for a season not just for a holiday but the scripture challenges us to live a lifestyle of gratitude the scripture challenges us to cultivate a heart of thanksgiving so i want to help you today because because when you implement the right attitude it would change your perspective it would change your life and it would change the dynamic of everything that you encounter during this week because i know some of y'all thinking about about that holiday dinner and you got to see that crazy aunt that she be just it's just, it's just out of control during the dinners I know you about to go see people that I know you have a certain a, a way you feel about it because they don't talk to you all throughout the year but then they acting like they really care about you during the holiday dinner I know my YouTube church you know exactly what I'm talking about they acting like they don't know what I'm talking about up in here but you know what I'm talking about so I want to help you this week so that you can celebrate the end of this year you can celebrate during this season so that you can cultivate a heart of Thanksgiving how many want to cultivate a heart of Thanksgiving let me know my 10 raise it high and let me know say amen pastor I want to cultivate a heart of Thanksgiving let me give you two points and I'm gonna get out the way the first way to cultivate a heart of Thanksgiving is by practicing an attitude of gratitude all right my 10 I'm gonna need y'all to help me a little bit better than that where y'all practice an attitude of gratitude there we go thank you so much if you watch this if you woke up today with only the people or things that you thanked God for yesterday who or what would you have today with you? I'm going to throw it again. If you woke up today with only the things or people that you thanked God for yesterday, who or what would you have with you today? An attitude of gratitude. Look at what the scripture says in Psalm 118 verse 24 it's one of my 
favorite songs because this is a declaration that I make every day of my life regardless of how I feel regardless of whether I'm sick or not regardless of whether my kids getting on my nerves regardless of what's happening around me it don't matter this is a declaration that I make I vowed to the Lord about 10 years ago that I will make this declaration every day of my life and here it is it says this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. That's an attitude of gratitude. See, because you can get caught up thinking about what happened yesterday or thinking about what didn't happen yesterday or be thinking about the things that that you're anticipating or hoping for but has not happened yet in the future that you can get stuck and say well this didn't happen this wasn't good yesterday I don't know what the future is going to bring but the scripture is taking us to to direct our attitude into the right place listen 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 tomorrow will come and for some tomorrow's not promised yesterday was the past meaning it's history tomorrow is a mystery but today that's why they call it a present because it is a gift today is the present today is the day that the Lord has made I will rejoice and be glad in it when you have a heart of Thanksgiving you say well things didn't work out the way I anticipated yesterday or in the months previous I don't know what's gonna happen in the future but I know that I'm living today I know that I'm breathing today I know that I have life I know I can see I I know I can taste I know I can feel I know I can walk and not others have that privilege so today I will celebrate and say thank you Lord for everything that's a heart of Thanksgiving just tap the person beside you and tell them a heart of Thanksgiving a heart of thanks that's a heart that says regardless of what happened before regardless of what may happen in the future I will give God praise regardless of what I'm going through today is the day thank you Lord for everything thank you for giving me breath in my lungs thank you God that I may not be where I want to be but thank God that I'm not where I used to be A heart of thanksgiving. Watch this. Until you learn to be grateful for the things you have, you will never receive the things that you want. Until you learn to be grateful for the things that you have, you will not receive the things that you want. Where's that in the Bible? He says, when you're faithful with the small things, I will trust you with greater things. So many can't give thanks or praise because they're not where they want to be yet. But baby, the Bible tells you right there in the season you're in. You may not have it all together yet. You may not have, I feel like preaching this day. You may not have the things that you had hoped for, but the Bible declares celebrate in that season like you already got it. Give God thanks as if it's coming and it's on the way. Praise God as if the blessing is already coming your way. Thank God for the season and the time that you're living in 
Before I could be trusted with multiple cars, I had to thank God for my 92 Honda Civic hatchback that every time I will go up a hill, that that engine and the steering wheel will be trembling and I will say, thank you, Lord Jesus, please don't let this car break down on me. But God, I thank you for this car. Anybody ever had to pray those prayers with me? Hey, talk back to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, before you get before you get the house, thank God for this little room that I'm renting out. Lord, thank you. I'm going to take care of this room like it's a mansion. I'm going to take care of my, of my beater car like it's already a luxury vehicle. God, I'm going to thank you for everything. It might be oodles and noodles now. It may be ramen now. But God, I thank you as if it's a five-star restaurant meal. That's a heart of thanksgiving. (laughs) You've got to be faithful where you're at. You've got to honor and give thanks where you're at. The season and the day that you're in, thank today is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and I will be glad in it. Lamentations chapter 3 verse 22 and 23 the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases his mercies never come to an end they are new thank you Lord that your mercies are new every morning great is your faithfulness an attitude of gratitude the second thing in order for you to cultivate a heart of thanksgiving am i helping anybody by the way all right let me give you the second thing the second way to cultivate a heart of thanksgiving is to practice i don't know if y'all gonna my 10 my 10 might leave me my 10 might leave me off of this one you need to practice generosity oh okay y'all prove me wrong y'all prove me wrong i caught a revelation some years ago I want you to really catch this revelation it changed my life I learned about a place called the Dead Sea the thing about the Dead Sea it's not actually a sea it's actually a lake the interesting thing about this sea is at the lowest point on earth The thing about this sea, it has such high salt content that as soon as you get in the water, you begin to float. Meaning you don't have to even make an effort. The salt content is so high that you can literally get a book, just lay in it, and bloop, you're just going to float automatically. And you could just be there streaming, reading a book. The salt content is so high. Watch this. The thing about the Dead Sea, there is no life in the Dead Sea. There's no vegetation. There's no fish, there's no marine life. It is completely, try to guess, dead. That's why it's called the Dead Sea. But then you have just north of the Dead Sea, I hope that you catch it, north of the Dead Sea, there is the Sea of Galilee. (laughs) This is good. And in the Sea of Galilee, it's the complete opposite. There are 21 different types of fishes. There's marine life, there's fishes, there's vegetation. It's, it's alive, it's the complete opposite. There's beautiful colors all over the place and people go to both. Here is the interesting thing and at my 10, I want you to catch this. They both receive water from the same source. 
they both receive water from the Jordan River. Here's the difference. The Dead Sea, because it's at the lowest point, it doesn't have any outlets. So it receives water from the Jordan River that is alive, but it just receives and does not give it away. The Sea of Galilee, on the other hand, has the water flowing in and out. It receives and it gives. It receives and it gives. It receives and it gives. So it creates a natural filtration system. One is dead, one is alive. And the reason being, if you didn't catch it already, one keeps everything. So where does the water go? It evaporates on a daily basis. So all it leaves is salt. Some of y'all salty. <laughs> Attitude, baby. What is the difference? You can tell when somebody's a generous person because they just exude life. When, when, there's, when there's a big sale for the kids ministry, they're the first one to say, I can't wait to help out. But those that don't, when they hear opportunities to give, they, it's just about receiving and holding, but never giving out. In order for you to cultivate a heart of thanksgiving, You've got to practice generosity. Look what the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 11, verse 24 and 25. Here it is. This is good. One person gives, what does it say? Yet gains even more. Because God can't fill your hands if you're still holding on to the old things that he's given you in the past. That's why I made a decision a long time ago. I said, God, everything that I own and have, it's not even mine. This belongs to you. This is your house, God. This is, these are your cars. These are your children. This, you, matter of fact, my wife, that's not, she's not, she doesn't belong to me first off. That's your daughter first off. So everything in my life, I just steward and manage it. We can get caught up with the mindset that this is mine. This belongs to me. And then God, when he just take that from you, you don't know what to do. This is good. This is good. But when you live your life and say, God, here is my life. Everything that I have is yours. Everything that I possess, it came from you. It's all a blessing and I want to be a blessing back. That's why before I, we, my wife and I bought our first home, the, one of our first prayers, whenever we, when we did a walkthrough of what would be our home, we would be praying in that home and we say, God, we want this place to be a blessing, not only a place for, it to, for us to live and to sleep and to enjoy, but we say, God, when you give us this place, we want it to be a blessing. That's why we will have endless meetings in our place. My garage became our first storage. Why? Because that's not my house. I said, God, this is your place. I said, I just want to be a blessing. Everything that, see the heart of generosity will cultivate a heart of thanksgiving and it will change 
your life it says it says it says one person gives freely yet gains even more another withholds unduly but comes to poverty a generous person will prosper whoever refreshes others will be refreshed for all of my givers and those that give without expecting anything in return for those who give freely out of their heart for those who are always looking for opportunities you're the one that says I'll take my shirt off my back to help somebody I'll give him my shoes whatever it is so I can help somebody I want to encourage you in Jesus name you will always be refreshed that as you give unto others the Lord will always replenish you and give you 30 60 100 fold multiply what it is that you give to others in Jesus name It's amazing when I travel, especially when I've done mission work and done crusades and evangelistic uh, 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 preachings in different countries. It's amazing when I see, especially third world countries, that those people would, as, you know, I would go to homes and visit different people and go to pray in different towns and neighborhoods and different countries that I've been through. And those people are the most joyful people that I've ever met in my life. They live in shacks and in huts, but their heart is so full of joy. Meanwhile, you have people that have everything and are miserable. What's the difference? A heart of generosity. I'm looking for ways. It's, it's unbelievable. I'm looking for ways to bless them. And they're talking about, no, keep what you have. I want to bless you. And I'm coming from a first world country. What's the difference? A generous heart. A generous heart. Look what the Bible says in Acts chapter 20, verse 35. Is this good, by the way? Okay, okay. Acts chapter 20, verse 35. In everything I did, I showed you that by this kind of hard work, we must help the weak. Remembering the words of the Lord Jesus himself said, it is more what? Blessed to give than to receive. There's four... Uh, types of living if I could call it that there's four types of living the first let me not go down because I didn't prep my team the first one is the lowest level and that level is the level where you complain about everything Yeah, like, Pastor, please don't tell me to turn to my neighbor because I believe it's them. No, I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. The fourth level is where you complain about it. I mean, you ever met those people? Like, everything just bothers them. It's like, can we watch that movie? No, I hate that. It's like, you didn't watch it. What are you talking about? You hate it. <laughs> you want to try out this food? No, I can't stand that food. It's just like, but you ain't had the food. What are you talking about? You... <laughs> Do you want to go hang out here? No, I hate that area. It's just like, you know what I'm talking about? You can't win. It's just everything, everything. You complain about it. That's the fourth level. That's, that's that level right there. Then you, have, then you have the third level where these are people that don't necessarily complain about everything, but they never really give thanks for anything. So they don't complain but they don't give thanks. They kind of just take everything for granted. That's the third level. The second level is the level where people give thanks and live a, 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 a lifestyle of thanksgiving when things are going good. 
That's the second level of living. They think, they're thankful for the obvious things. But then there's the highest level of living at the top. And that's the level where you thank God for everything. That is the highest level of living. The highest level of living. It's similar to eagles. I don't know if you knew that eagles used use winds and resistant forces. They call them upward winds as they dive from mountaintops. They use the wind to make them soar. The thing about when they're soaring using the wind it helps them get from one location to the other faster and easier because they're using that wind to fuel them so that they can soar I want to help you it's easy to thank God for the obvious things but when you have resistant forces opposition can I tell you you can use that to put wind underneath your wings and it will take you from one place to the other you can use that and you will get there faster quicker and easier because what the enemy means for evil in your life I want to declare to somebody God can turn those things around and use them for good whatever is trying to oppose you resist you and hold you back I want to declare over somebody's life that God can use that thing to elevate you the thing that you thought was gonna bring you down the thing you thought was gonna hold you back is the thing the wind that God can use to put under your wings so that you can soar higher and faster above anything when you are thankful for everything how do I get to that kind of living there's only one way to get to that kind of living and it's through the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth that we can get to that kind of living how do I know that in him I can reach those heights and I can soar above any and everything that he can make me thankful in every season here it is here's the good news of the gospel victory has already been won through our Lord and Jesus victory's already been won so when you're receiving opposing forces, when there are some things that want to take away your praise and your thanks, when you fix your mind, as I mentioned last week, you fix your mind on Jesus, he will give you the strength. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Through him, he gives the wind beneath your wings so that you can soar above any and everything.
Once again, thanks so much for tuning into today's message. I pray that it was a blessing to you. I'm so glad that you were able to hear today's message, but can I tell you there's nothing like the live experience. Would you join us on a Sunday afternoon at 1.30? We meet at Greenbelt Middle, 6301 Breezewood Drive in Greenbelt, Maryland. And so I want you to be there. I want you to get connected. You can find out more information on our social media at My Hope Center on every platform. And also, you can check out more information at myhopecenter.org. I hope to see you soon. So until then, peace, love, and God bless.